welcome to all of you all the great things arise from the silence the man who invented the steam engine what was his name james watt he writes it was during those hours of silence that great discoveries came to my mind when the whole mind becomes quiet absolutely silent then from the depths of the personality of man from the mind of the man which possesses all knowledge the new discoveries and inventions come up that's why in ancient times you will find all the rishis retiring to the jungle and they entered into the depths of meditation it is like entering into the depth of an ocean diving deep inside and then from the bed of the ocean bringing pearls and other treasures so inside the man's personality mysterious layers are there of which we are not aware to a common man the external layer of the personality alone is visible the gross the lowest level the lowest part of the personality the external body this alone is visible to us is it not when we look at each other how do we recognize only through the external appearance but behind the external appearance there are unknown depths of man and indian rishis and yogis took it as their task to unravel the mystery of human personality the man the known is the external person this person is absolutely insignificant compared to the unknown depths which are inside man and if we can arise and awake to those dimensions of our personality there is a total blossoming of our plus personality a wholesome and whole growth of our personality now we are only a fragmented personality a part of our personality as the person the human body alone is visible to us but once we become aware of our inner dimensions then you will simply marvel at the immense possibilities that are at your beck and call what a man cannot do whatever great things we see in this world have been done by whom who invented submarine hmm? who invented x-ray he was a person like you and me is it not who brought out the theory of numbers huh and don't be afraid i told you srinivas ramanujam the great mathematician who invented aeroplane a man like you and me every one of them have been a man like you and me we are all sleeping to the unknown dimensions of our own personality most of us are sleeping and therefore this clarion call of the upanishads the vedic rishis coming like a thunder in the famous upanishads uttishtatha jagrata prapya varanni bodata swami ji himself was inspired by this call of the vedanta uttishtatha get up once in another tamil nadu college as i was involved in the talking to the youngsters i told stand up immediately all the girls stood up i told now sit down then i had to continue the next word arise i told immediately all of them stood up that means they were so involved awake and stop not till the goal is reached what a beautiful statement you see arise awake and stop not till the goal is reached you may be confused 
Why is it we have to arise and then get awake? Normally we awake, is it not first? And then we arise. Here the meaning is that when Swamiji says or the Upanishad says arise, that's only at the physical level. You have to get up. Get up for action. Action means motion and a sitting man can never act. You have to move. Action means motion, a forward motion towards your target or the goal you want to reach. So the physical awake, arising must be there. Then the second step is awakening. Even though we may get up physically, we sit on the bed and again doze and sleep, is it not? So awake now. Normally first we awake, is it not? Open our eyes, we have become awake. Arise, awake. Put off the alarm clock again and go to sleep. This is what is happening in our life, is it not? We want to get up early morning, 5 o'clock, late night we have studied up to 1 o'clock and 4 o'clock the alarm is ringing. Arise, uttishtata, jagrata, awake. Put off the alarm clock and go to sleep again. It is happening in all of our lives, is it not? We attend a talk, we see a movie, we read a book. Suddenly we get up and after one or two months we forget, then we go to sleep again. It's happening to us. So they say, Uttishtata, arise physically, then arise mentally awake. Mentally you should become totally awake, become aware of the entire existence. It is not a very big thing. If you become serious, if you are interested in yourself, where is today's program? Okay, here it is. This session is up to 10.30 only. This session is up to 10.30, is it not? Mm. Only half an hour is left. So only half an hour is there for you to arise and awake and reach the goal. Would you like to waste the time? In our school days, we had a simple arithmetic formula. Time and distance. What is the distance from here to Bombay? 400 kilometers. 150. How much time will it take to reach Mumbai? How much? Three hours. Who told you? If you increase the speed, so the distance between you and the goal is an illusion. Intense speed, immediate receiving of the goal, immediate reaching of the goal. Mridu Madhyamadi Matratvat Tatopi Visheshataha, the great Patanjali Maharishi, who speaks about the different dimensions of human personality and also the hidden strength and energy and knowledge inside, he says, Mridu Madhyamadi Matratvat Tatopi Visheshataha, the goal is reached according to your quality. If you are a Mridu, Sri Ramakrishna used to say, Dudme. If Shivda is put in milk, what will happen? Soft, nambi, pambi, goody, goody, good for nothing. Most of us are like that. Very soft, sponge-like personality, is it not? You touch and then we shrink. This is mrudu. Slow, mild speed, dull speed. Madhyama, medium speed. Then, tivragati, intense Tivra samvegaanamasanaha to the intensely energetic. The goal is immediate now. The transformation can be effected immediately. Santosh. Very Santosh. There was one more Santosh yesterday. That blue shirt boy, is it not your name is? Huh? Ishan. In the house, mummy will call Ishan. Ishan. Ishan, it's 5.30. Huh? Then in another house, Santosh, yes. So instant awakening, is it not? It happens in our life. Crisis comes and we take a lot of time to get awakening. 
and sometimes we awake instantly and react spontaneously. So this is the call to arise and awaken to the call of life. Life is available only once, this time. When we got it previously, we don't know. Next, when it will come, we don't know. Durlabam trayame vaitat. It is very hard to get this human body. Our rishis who had studied the entire human life, they say, we have been traveling through the different species. Once upon a time, we were amoeba, do you know? Your science teachers use it not. Amoeba, it had heard the call, arise. Slowly, it became a fish. It told, why should I get imprisoned inside the waters of the sea or the ocean or the river? And the fish told, awake. And the call of the awakening came. Immediately, fish developed wings and it came out of the waters which were imprisoning him and then it flew in the air. Is it not? So this is the call of arise and awake. Amoeba rising and awaking. It became an Adam. Is it not? Why a chimpanzee? Once upon a time, we were all monkeys and chimpanzees. Is it not? Look at the glorious nature of ours. Buddha hidden in Amoeba. How many great souls are hidden inside you? Do you know? No. We don't know. If we know that hundreds of powers are inside us, unless we are fools, we will not. We will be using it immediately, is it not? Sri Ramakrishna used to say, if there is a thief, a professional thief, and if he comes to know that in the next room there is five kilos of gold, what he will do? He will become immediately restless, is it not? What is your name? Tejaswini. Wow, what a wonderful name. Tejas is the, we, were, we had forgotten one of the mantra, we will take it up at the end. This Tejas, the great virility, the power inside, do you know that there is power? We don't know actually. <laughs> if you know that Tejas is inside you, you must be a fool not to utilize it for your benefit, is it not? There was a great mullah in UP. Mullah Nasruddin, he was a man with uncommon common sense and wit and humor. He had a lovely donkey and he had been using the donkey for many years and it had become old. And he thought, why not sell this old donkey, get money and purchase a new young donkey and make more use of it. So one day he went to the market on a particular Sunday where the shandy gets organized. You know what is shandy? What they call mandi or something here, is it not? All the animals and other goods will be brought and lots of people from different villages will come and gather. What it is called? Huh? No, one person should say loudly. Animal? No, not animal. It's called shandi. In English, it's called shandi. In Tamil, it's called chandai. Marathi pan tasa kaitari shabda hai. One person should say. Maharaj? Bajar is a market. Ah, it's a mandi. Like people from different villages, they come and they'll be sending different, selling different types of goods. Like as it takes place in Mela. In big Melas, ah, in the fair, these people accumulate. There is a Mela. But this accumulation of people do for selling the goods, it's called Shandy in English. So buffaloes, donkeys, cows, goats, sheep, and dogs, so many things will be coming. And hundreds of different items also will be assembled. So this Mullah Nasruddin had gone to that shandy. And he wanted to auction his old donkey. It will anyway it is going to die in a year or so. Why not sell it and make money? So the donkey was taken up by the seller. And he was auctioning it. Donkey, 35 rupees. Mullah kept his hand on the head. My God. Only 35 rupees for this donkey. 35 35, 41. Somebody from the audience shouted, 41. Donkey, 41 rupees, 41 rupees, anyone? 53, 53, 72, 72. This donkey is going for 72 rupees. Anyone? 72, 72, 72. Finished. The auction was clinched and the donkey was sold for 72 rupees. That was the final bid. 
Mullah came, took the 72 rupees and went to the nearby tea stall and he was eating vada pav and chai. As he was taking the kadak chai and the vada pav, suddenly he heard a call, Hello, you wonderful, lovely donkey. The price, 123. Another man shouted, 142, 142. Mullah was hearing because he had to purchase another donkey and he was thinking this must be a very lovely donkey because the price is increasing. 156, 156, 156, 2. By that time, Mullah kept the half cup of tea which he had drunk and he went and shouted, 159, 159, 159. And the auction was clinched and he was the highest bidder. Mullah ran and took the donkey. My God, it was his own donkey. <laughs> then he told, oh my God, I never knew that this donkey will go for such a price. It's so valuable. So too in the market of life, Tejaswini says, I can't do anything. I am only 72 rupees valuable. And then Santosh says, no, I also can't do many things in my life. Vivekananda may say, all great people are telling and we are listening to talks, but so we are all limiting our values to only 72, is it not? But the value of yours, like the donkey of Mullah, we are that donkey. Vivekananda says, you are invaluable, my dear youngsters of India. Don't limit yourselves. Don't disrespect yourselves and think that you can't do anything, that you are weak, you are miserable. You are valuable. There was a professor in United States. One day he was conducting these classes for the youngsters and suddenly he took up three $500 of notes. How many of you would you like to have these $500? All the students raised their hand. Then I told, why would you like to have these $500? They told, sir, it is valuable. We can purchase so many things from this $1,500. The nonsense. When my father dies or my wife dies, these $1,500 are of no use. Just mere papers and you are all running behind those dollars. What can the dollar do when you are frightened? When you are struck with misery and sorrow, what these dollars can do? Simply throw away that dollars on the table. How many of you would like to have it? Poor students raise their hand. You would like to have those dollars even now? Yes, sir. We would like to have it. Then immediately told, these dollars, papers, whenever the great crisis comes in life, when the world war came, these dollars were of no use. When death comes, dollars are of no use. Have bloody dollars. Simply stepped on those dollars and threw those dollars away. Dear students, now how many of you would like to have it? He simply spat on those dollars. Those four students again raised their hands. Sir, we would like to have those rejected dollars. Why, my dear sirs, would you like to have those? Even now they are valuable, sir. In spite of your spitting on the dollars, if you take it to the market, they are valuable. Immediately clapped. Give a clap for those two students. And he told, congratulations, you too are so valuable in life. In spite of your failures, in spite of your inferiority complexion, in spite of your weakness, in spite of your not achieving the goal, my dear friends, you are valuable. Is it not? Whatever may be the experiences of life, the ups and downs, you are valuable. Do you feel you are valuable? This is a call to arise and awake yourself to the immense possibilities that are lying inside you. Swami Vivekananda used to say, Irrespective of whether you are a Brahmana or a Shudra, weak or strong, educated or uneducated, rich or poor, like the infinite ocean behind the small and the mighty wave, there is the infinite Atman behind you, assuring infinite possibilities and infinite success. You can do anything and everything, therefore arise and awake to the mighty nature of yourself. Do not belittle yourself and go on weeping and crying and telling, I am a poor man, I am a beggar, I can't do anything. Jugnu starts glowing when it is arise and awake and it starts flying, is it not? You too will shine and glow when you also arise and awake. 
A seed never becomes a plant unless it arises and awakes. Is it not? So too, you were also a small seed, like a small baby, and you have arisen yourself and you have awoke to your possibilities. You never knew how to pronounce apple. The teachers taught you A for apple, B for boy. Is it not? Slowly you learn these things. Is it not? Swamiji says, this education is discovering there is a cover inside you that has been removed, but knowledge was already inside you. If teacher can pour knowledge inside the students, all these students would have got distinction, is it not? So the credit goes not to the teacher, to you, my dear friend. Intelligence is inside you. Knowledge is inside you. But are you ready to rub the matchstick against the matchbox? Teacher is like only a matchbox, an occasion, an opportunity. But if you are willing to arise and awake yourself, you will find, like a plant constantly giving up new leaves, new buds and new flowers, you also will work out wonders in life. This call, therefore, is for that particular value inside you. Something anmol moti is inside you. Pakadaliya anmol. Something anmol, invaluable. But we are all underestimating, is it not? You approach all the elders, all these youngsters are going to dogs. You know, the society is going to be ruined now. Look at the youngsters, they are not listening to us, they are going to movies, they are doing this thing, they are doing that thing. What will happen to these people? One day a lady came to me in Malaysia. It was so much, gee, I got a personal question. I'm like, yes. My boy, my son, he's now nine years old in the third standard. He's not able to focus his mind. I told, so what? Now what will happen to his career? Career for a nine-year-old boy? No, in the first standard and second standard, he was scoring center marks and now he's not getting focused. I told, so what, mother? After all, he's a mere baby, third standard boy. Career has to be thought of when he comes to the fifth or sixth standard. No, no, he's getting angry and he's asking my father why you are getting angry. And my husband is becoming so ferocious, he's losing his temper. And at night, sometimes when we are watching TV at 12.30, he also comes and sits. And my husband drives him away and sometimes he's beating him with a belt. This is a real incident. I told, what is the problem? Now, how is he going to shine in his studies? I told, were you a brilliant student when you were a small boy or a girl? I know I was a mediocre girl. So do you expect that an ordinary tree will bring out apple, apples? He is, after all, your son. So he's your son. So you were also not a brilliant girl when you were a student. So why do you make a mess of all these things? No, my husband is becoming very disturbed, you know, and that disturbs me. As the discussion was proceeding, she told, now what should I do for the life of these youngsters so that the future will become bright? I told, will you really do that? Oh, please tell me what I can do. Take up a AK-47. <laughs> AK-47 is a gun. Swamiji, gun, what should I do? Shoot all the elders in the society. What about you? You can shoot me also. Well, why, Swamiji? I am not a Buddha or a Christ or Vivekananda in front of you. You are complaining about your child getting angry. You are now 46. You have been living in this earth for 46 years. What an experience you have got. Are you able to control your anger? 46 years of training and practice, you cannot control your anger and you are expecting your 9-year-old boy to control anger. What a foolishness. It's we, the elders, who bring out vulgar movies. Is it not? Elders bring out vulgar magazines. They hate, they do politics, they drink. They do all sorts of nonsense. And then we blame the youngsters and children. I told, have you provided that ambience to that boy? In your house, why do you watch TV and at the same time you ask your child not to do that? If watching TV at night is bad, why are you doing it? The child is expecting that from you. Is it not? It's a common sense. Children have got uncontaminated, unpolluted intelligence. So simple and in a direct way, they say, if it is bad, mommy, why are you seeing it? It is not that all elders are bad. 
great people are there, great elders are there in the society, but in general when they say that society and the youngsters are going to ruin, don't underestimate you. Got the point? Most of the time in the society, when they were youngsters, their elders were telling the same thing. Youngsters are going to dogs. So don't repeat it when you become an elder. Give the opportunity to the youngsters and tell them that you are a marvelous personality and this is what Swami Vivekananda did. The greatest respect that was paid to the youngsters of India was by Swami Vivekananda. He says, my faith is in the younger generation. What a tremendous confidence on youngsters, is it not? That's what our parents, they say, is it not? Even at the age of 20, they say, you are still a bacha. Is it not? And lifelong, we will be a bacha for them. Because to the parents, we are always bachas. But you have to tell them, ordinary bacha nahi hai, chatrapati shivaji ka bacha ho mein. When you see the movie of Veer Savarkar, or Mangal Pandey, there all the revolutionary leaders will meet, Chandrasekhar Azad and others, and this boy, I'm forgetting his name, he will come out of the gunny bag and he says, Shiva ji ka bacha ho. What was his name? Huh? Rajguru. He will come in a gunny bag and they will open the gunny bag, he will come, come out with a revolver. Shiva ji ka bacha ho. See, what a pride. Are you awakened to the glorious legacy that is behind you? that you were all children of the great rishis, gigantic personalities. Do you feel you have to get awakened to that glorious past of yours? You are a continuity of that past. In between Britishers, Portuguese, Dutch, French and Mughals, they came and slaughtered us and made us a slave. And therefore we are feeling there is an air, an atmosphere in the whole of India as if we are inferior. Inferior to whom? Inferior to whom? That's what Swamiji says. I am the proudest Indian ever living on this earth. If I take all the mud from the Indian Ocean and throw on your face for all the injustice that you have done to me, it will not be making the finite justice. All have been criticizing India and Swami Vivekananda stood on the foreign soil and for the first time proclaimed the glory and then came back to India and he told, Arise and awake. India, arise. My soul, arise. So this power is inside all of us. And this call is for that. And he says, once upon a time you have been amoeba. Slowly this power which was involved, it evolved. And you can evolve further. And there is no limit till you reach God. And this power is not connected with spiritual life or the life of a Sant Mahatma or Yogi. This power is available to all of us. As a student you can shine. As a teacher, you can shine. As a sports person, you can shine. This power of your personality, when put on the matter, becomes a material development. Swamiji says, when this power of the spirit, focused on matter, brings out material development, when it is focused on the thought, it evolves intellectuality. When it focuses on itself, it makes a man God out of you. So the same power, the bell is frightening. This is temple bell, is it not? It's our bell, warning bell. So the power is inside you. Are you aware? The human brain and the human mind, which are the receptacle or the vessel or the container for this power, they say the human brain is like an iceberg. 87% of the ice, when you keep it on the water, it submerges, goes inside the water. Only 13% of the ice is seen by us, is it not? Similarly, in our personality, the entire powers are submerged in the subconscious mind. We see only or become aware only of the 13% of the, our personality's power. Of the 13% power available to us, we are hardly using 1 or 2 percent. Sachin Tendulkar may be using 5 percent. When you use the total 13 percent of the brain power or the mind power available to you, we call him a genius. And when 100 percent power is available to you, 
you become a realized illuminated liberated soul enlightened soul that soul can see the past present and future the entire mind is in front of him and the entire energy is available to him now why that energy is not coming to us if energy is there is it not to a man of common sense it will come out the question will come out swami ji if the energy is there why it is not coming out we are so anxious to have that power is it not i am also anxious because as a swami i want to go into samadhi i want to experience a divine bliss what is preventing me in the yoga sutras patanjali maharishi he says nimittam aprayojakam prakritinam varana bhedastu tatah kshetri karavat for the onward movement or development of your personality no external aid or help is necessary what a statement is it not ishan for your development you don't require anybody tejaswini you don't require the help or aid or support of anybody from outside well how there is a huge reservoir there is a gate is it not and the water is to come to the field but it is not coming to the field what the farmer does don't you have big ponds or reservoirs from which the water will come to the paddy fields so how does the water come do you go on pushing the water like this in the hand so what you do huh no way is already there because you have got a paddy field opening the channel varana bhedastu there is a gate wall like a channel it says energy is already inside you need not gather open the gate and the water flows by itself so what is that gate wall believe in yourself faith 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 so you have to get awakened to the hidden dimensions of power and energy inside you it is there oh i forgot to bring this cassette maraj there is a cassette in my room you can bring it very quickly these are the small experiences in my life which made me feel confident and believe vivekananda devi stotram or something is there cd cassette it is not that we always fail we succeed also is it not when we succeed we have opened the gate wall or the sluice gate it is called sluice gate the reservoir is there open the gate there are different gates when you open the gate from this side the water will flow through the channel into the fields so patanjali says inside you that power is already there that is how ratnakar became valmiki is it not not that narada brought 100 liters of some extraordinary energy in a chemical form like an acid and poured on valmiki he simply told go on chanting rama 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 he could not do that he told mara 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 and as he was concentrating his entire energy and focusing it on one point suddenly there was an explosion and the sluice gate opened what happened ratnakar became valmiki there was a boy in gujarat who went to south africa under the name of mohan chand karamchand gandhi suddenly he saw the drama of harishchandra the sluice gates opened what he became mahatma gandhi from mohan chand mahatma gandhi it's opening of the sluice gate not that the britishers or some sant mahatma poured something inside and then he became a gandhi from one among you he becomes anna hazare is it not you know about anna hazare he was a man who wanted to commit suicide you know and suddenly he came across a small book of 50 paise flashes of swami vivekananda and suddenly the gate was opened and he told i will commit suicide but not in the ordinary way but by serving the village people and government wanted to arrest him do you know and people came with cycle chain lathi and everything and he could not be arrested see vivekananda by his power of his words thoughts he opens the sluice gate and as soon as the gate wall is opened what happened the water from the overhead tank comes is it not so inside you also that power and energy is there but you have to arise and you have to awake become aware of the power inside slowly as you start cogitating brooding 
thinking about this, again and again Swamiji is telling, is it true? Apply it. Doubt it. Apply it. And once you succeed, you will get a proof that if I can succeed once, I can succeed again. It is not that every day or every match Tendulkar scores a century. He goes for a duck also. But there are infinite possibilities that even in this match he can score the 50th century, is it not? Three matches have gone, but still Tendulkar is holding that I will score the 50th century. The possibility is that. But do you believe? History of the world is a history of few persons who had faith in themselves. Vivekananda says, if you read the history of the world, you don't have the entire population coming into the history, is it not? One Alexander, one Napoleon, one Christ, one Buddha, one Vivekananda, one Jnaneshwar, one Shivaji. Is it not? One Karl Marx. History of the world is a history of few men who had faith in themselves. One Columbus. Is it not? So all these great people, they are few and they had that faith in themselves and this faith opens the Get varana bhedastu tataha kshetri karavat. Kshetri means a farmer. Patanjali Muni says, like the farmer is doing. How simple is it not? Farmer opens the gate and the water flows. Similarly, open the gate inside your mind and heart. That opening is arising and awaking to the true power of yours. Got it? There was a beggar sitting on one of the streets of Tamil Nadu. He was an unusual beggar. He had some charisma in his personality. And when people will be moving across him, he will say, hello sir, good morning, how are you? Some students will be going for examination. Hello friends, have a good day, all the best, good, good, good luck. And sometimes somebody's house, somebody would have died. Then he will wish them, console them. This is the will of the God. People will die in this world. Man who is born, he has to die. So he became the pet of the whole town and everybody loved that beggar. And one day he died. And when he died, these people thought that he was a beggar out of the ordinary. No, this is for one demonstration. And you also can be here. And they thought this beggar definitely requires our honor Deserves our honor and respect. We will build a small samadhi. As they took out the body, there was a huge procession. And suddenly they found out that under his pillow, there was a small cover, envelope. That had nearly 14,000 rupees. And there was a small bit of paper. Whenever in danger, go two feet down. Whenever in danger, go two feet inside. So they were all surprised, but they were happy that at least for building his samadhi, we have got some money. After burying him, they came back and then they had a meeting. And then the Vargani was to be collected. And they estimated that it will come to nearly 30,000 rupees. Now how to get 30,000 rupees? So they told, don't worry, we shall collect. In the meantime, dig the place where he was sitting and begging. And we will build his samadhi in the form of a bus shelter. So the people, whenever they will come to that bus shelter, standing on the shelter, they will read the history of this beggar. As they were digging, they removed the earth from the first feet. And when the second feet, the earth was being, the soil was being removed, suddenly they heard a noise of the pickaxe touching the metal vessel. Ting, ting, some sound was coming. Then the man who was digging the mason ran and told, Sir, sir, something is there inside, please come and see. So as the earth and the soil were removed, there was a small metal box, iron box. As they opened the iron box, there was an envelope inside. And there was 14,000 rupees inside. And with a small piece of note, whenever in danger, go two feet inside. They couldn't understand. They could understand the money. Perhaps somebody must have kept it here. And then below it was signed, your dear dad, your dear father. Sitting on that heap of money, the beggar never knew that there are 14,000 rupees below him. So as they were trying to understand the mystery of this, go two feet inside. And they were building the samadhi. Suddenly a swami, a sannyasi was passing through that. Seeing the great commotion going on, he also stood there to watch. 
out of curiosity what is happening. Then they turned to the Swami and told, Swami, this is a wonderful incident that has happened in our village, but something is uh, confusing us. What is this two feet inside? Sannyasi took that and then he smiled. Two feet inside, it's so clear. It was a message for the beggar. In the envelope it was there, under the pillow. Go two feet inside. Had he gone two feet inside, he would have got 14,000 rupees in the beginning itself. Similarly, Sanyasi smiled and became very majestic and he told, You are not this body. You are not this mind. Go two feet inside and there is an infinite Atman inside you, assuring infinite success and possibilities. He says, this body is born and it is going to die. This mind is constantly changing and it is limited. But behind this mind and body, there is infinite Akhanda Atman. And that is a reservoir of tremendous power and energy and knowledge. All the knowledge, all the power, all the energy is coming from that. And that Atman is God. God is inside all of you. Each soul is potentially divine. Vivekananda is to say, you are divine. But you think you are human, is it not? And you say, I am 5 feet 4 inches. Or maybe 6 feet. I am slightly black. My friend is very fair. So we would like to take fair and lovely, is it not? <laughs> so how we are limiting ourselves to this body? This body, after all, is made up of what? It is made up of what? It is mere food, is it not? How much we are spending our time to decorate this body? It is like tomato, like carrot, like vada pav. All these liters of milk, rice, wheat, vegetables have made this body, is it not? For our vegetables, we put masala and eat. If a tiger or a lion comes here, tiger will swallow tejasvini like swallowing a tomato without any masala. If a lion comes, Santosh will be swallowed like a apple. Do you have any masala to be applied to the apple? Simply take it. So we are nothing but food for animals, is it not? So this body within which we are restricting or conditioning ourselves is very limited. This body is not your real nature. You have to accept it. Don't think it is spiritual or something religious and become shy. Vivekananda became great because of this realization that it's not the body. When Veer Savarkar's friend, Madanlal Dingra, shot Lord Curzon, have you seen the film Veer Savarkar by Sudhir Fadke? What beautiful scenes have come in that. Madanlal Dingra, after shooting Lord Curzon, he was in jail, and Veer Savarkar goes to meet him. And he says, Savarkar, do you feel bhai ki rekhaye mere chehre mein dikhai deti hai kya? Do you feel shades of fear in my face? And Veer Savarkar looks at him majestically and says, Hey, mere dost, tere chehre mein to sthita pragnya ke alakshan hai, mrityu ka bhai tere chehre se hat gaya hai. Death ceases to have any fear for him. Death will cease to have fear for you. This body is born and it is going to die. This is constantly changing, is it not? As a small baby, look at your photo. There were no teeth inside, inside is it not? As you were smiling. And at the age of 85 or 90, if you smile, again you will have no teeth inside. But what a lot of difference between you. At the age of 2, at the age of 12, 22, 45, 55, 70, 80, you see, these are all mine. These are all me. But that photo at the age of 2 and at the age of 82, it's totally different, is it not? The body is constantly changing. Therefore, you are not this body. This Atma Jnana was taught to small children in ancient days in the Gurukula. A small boy of 10 years old who wanted to understand what is death, what a personality, you see. If you ask what is death, mommy will say, Adare, ab to tu bachi hai, aisa prashna nahi karna. Mujhe bhi pata nahi hai. <laughs> the small boy, Nachiketa, of 10 years old, his father told, I give you to death. And Nachiketa wanted to understand death. What an estimation about himself, is it not? What a tremendous opinion and honor for himself. I can understand what death is. Father, you might not have understood, but do you think I cannot do what you cannot do? And he uttered those famous immortal words, Bahunamemi Pratamo, Bahunamemi Madhyamaha. I am second among some, and I am first among many. My father, 
why do you ask me to go and die? He was asking some question and father was irritated. He told, go and die. Marsala. Mrityu ko deita haun tumhe. What do you mean by go and die? Do you think I am so insignificant? A trash? I am Nachiketa, the great man. And he went to Yamaloka. And Yama honored him and gave him the knowledge of death. And he says, this body is perishable. It is mortal. It's constantly changing. Don't get imprisoned with the idea that you are the body. So that's why all the freedom fighters in those days, they used to read Bhagavad Gita and the book of Swami Vivekananda, lectures from Colombo to Almora. They were all inspired with the knowledge of Atman, the tremendous power inside. And they were not afraid of death, you know. Well, death is nothing. How many times we have died? I welcome death. Come on, death, you are my friend. Anyway, I have to meet you. I welcome you. Now itself you come. Tremendous fearlessness. If this fearlessness comes, to get that fearlessness, go two feet inside. Whenever you are in danger, go two feet inside and say, I am not this body. I am not this mind. I am that infinite Atman. Chidananda Rupa Shivoham. Chidananda Rupa Shivoham. Utter these words. Tremendous power will course through your body and mind. It is happening. I have verified it. I have brought this cassette to show that. Once I was in the center called Salem in Tamil Nadu. I wanted to listen to one cassette. And a brahmachari who had newly joined, he told, from the bookstall, you take that cassette and listen to it. I told him, if I take the cassette and listen to it, there is a seal here also. Most of the cassettes will have a seal here, bearing the name of the publisher. I told him, how can I open it? He told him, we can open it without breaking the seal. You hear it, put the cassette inside, and then again keep it for sale. I thought, if you open it, the seal will be broken. Then it is not good to sell it again, is it not? It will be cheating people. He told, no, without breaking that seal, you can open it. I told, how? He told, you go and take afterwards, we shall see. So as he went out, I was thinking, how to open this cassette without breaking the seal here? And I couldn't do that. And then suddenly came in a flash. If you go to our bookstore, you will have a lot of bookmarks, you know. Like these small bookmarks containing the sayings of Sri Ramakrishna and Vivekananda will be available. Suddenly one of the bookmarks came to my mind like a flash. All knowledge is inside you. You can do anything and everything. I was thinking, Are, yesterday's Brahmachari can do. I cannot do. How it can be? As I went on thinking and I took the cassette, I was watching. You can do anything and everything. It was going on, ringing in my mind. But I found I am not able to open this ordinary cassette without breaking the seal. Anybody can open that? It's quite easy. Yes, many of you can open that, is it not? Yes, kindly come and open that boy. You should not break the seal here, that boy. Quickly do it. You should not break the seal or open the seal. That should not be touched. That any child can do. That should not be broken. This is the seal. <laughs> anyway, to reduce, save time, as I was going on looking, you see, why I'm telling you is this is an insignificant thing, a small thing, but if I can do it for a small thing, I can apply the same principle to a bigger thing also, is it not? I can do that also. As I was doing like this, suddenly as I touched, this started opening. Is it not? Then I pulled it like this. Then I saw this side also is loose. It is not uh, pasted. Then I pulled this also like this. The seal is not broken. It is hanging. It's a real incident, you know. How we learn from our own life, the message of Vivekananda is true. The seal is not broken, you see. But previously, like this boy, when I wanted to open, the seal broke. Then after listening, I put the cassette inside. Like this. So simple. So too, all the crises and dangers of our life are so simple. But because we are not awakened, we have not aroused ourselves, the sleeping soul has to be aroused, as we heard. Call upon the sleeping soul. Then we understand that power is inside. Who taught me? Nobody. Once my computer was infected with virus, 
I called the computer technician. I never knew how to operate a computer because I joined in 1978 when no computers were there. So the technician came. He was a new boy who has finished his computer science and he has joined the job. What happened was due to virus infection, I had to again format the computer. So while formatting, he had taken the address box of the Outlook Express and put it somewhere and the C drive was formatted. I told, okay, you have formatted the C drive. Outlook Express address box is empty. Now I have to send an email how to get the address. He was going on doing something, he couldn't do it. Again and again he was clicking the right side of the mouse, refresh. Again right side of the mouse, refresh. I told, what are you doing? Do you think computer has got a mood? If a human being, you go and ask, sir, can you give me 10 rupees? I won't give. Fifth or sixth time, sir, please give me 10 rupees. Okay, go and die. The mood changes and gives 10 rupees. I told, computer doesn't have a mood like that. Even if you do 100 times refresh, it will not give the answer. You have to give the right command, is it not? Though it has got intelligence, it has not got the soul or the Atman which is inside us. That is why that intelligence is limited. It is immovable. Our intelligence is mobile and movable. Then I told, now you leave it. At that time, again, it struck me. How did the man invent computer? He, there was no other computer for him to see and copy or imitate. So if that man can invent a computer, a swami like me giving big talks about personality development and going on shouting on the platform, you can do anything and everything. Fellow, you can't even do this ordinary thing. At least why can't I try? I went on trying here and there. Suddenly it struck me, copy the address box from the desktop to some other place. And then I went and opened the file, import. Moment I clicked the import, the entire desktop and the, my documents opened. And in that I saw the address box, address uh, this one, file. Moment I clicked import, all the addresses from the desktop came into the Outlook Express. Then I thought, my God, at that moment, what an energy shot up in my body, you know. I was feeling so thrilling, I wanted to dance. Home. This message of Vivekananda is real. The computer technician could not do it. Next day he came. He told Swamiji, how could he do it? Well, I am not going to reveal the trade secret. <laughs> Somehow I did it. So these two incidents made me feel that power and energy is inside all of you. It is men like you and me only who became Namdevs, Muktabai, Eknath. Is it not? From the ordinary people, Gora Kumbar, all these people come from where? From the human population, is it not? They don't jump from the sky or come out of the bottom of the ocean. They are all like you, only they have opened the gate wall. We are lazy, we are sleeping, we refuse to open the gate wall. And we are going on crying. There's a beautiful story. One day, the 14th day of the moon, what you call as Chaudhimika Chand, is it not? It is so thin and small, it was going on weeping. Well, Daddy, I am so small. Daddy, I am so small. I have become so thin and weak. Suddenly, there was a tremendous voice from the sky, which was its daddy. Hello, Chaudhimika Chand, you are the full moon. Tum to Purnamasi ho. The same moon becomes a full moon, Purnima Chand, is it not? So the full moon is already inside you. But you are thinking, I am a small moon, I am a small moon. The full moon is already inside you. This is a famous, famous verse from Quran. Weep not, O moon. The full moon is already inside you. The same moon after 15 days becomes a full moon. The same amoeba has become a man now. Now same Tejaswini can become the Prime Minister of India also. Santosh can become the chief minister of Maharashtra. What is preventing? Nothing prevents, is it not? Except us. In a company, there were many youngsters. And as usual, elders will not allow youngsters to rise up. A lot of jealousy and trying to put them down and all this were going on. And the owner of the company was a youngster. So they were all complaining to sir, what is this nonsense? All these elders, they are giving a lot of problem to us, sir. We are not able to develop anything. And the manager, the owner of the company understood that something is going wrong. And one day he put up a big banner on the portico of the company early morning. The enemy who was stopping your progress has passed away today morning. 
and all the youngsters were very happy and they were working with so much enthusiasm and then during the lunch time it was announced the condolence meeting will be held on the third floor fourth room at 4 o'clock and the owner of the company will be there to address the condolence meeting and all of them were invited and in a big box many of you may know this story the coffin was kept and they were all eager to find out who was the enemy in the company who was stopping their progress and it all don't trash be silent with due honor try to go and meet the man see the man who stopped your progress and then offer your regard and come back in a slow line with great reverence and silence all of them were going and when they came back from the coffin after seeing their enemy who was dead they were all very grave and silent and all of them assembled on the fourth room of the third floor for the condolence meeting the owner came and clapped hello my dear friend congratulations to all of you your enemy has died and all of them jumped in joy the meeting is over now he told in the coffin there was no dead body there was a mirror and all of them went and saw that the enemy was they themselves who stops your progress who is restricting your progress we can arrest your physical body but inside the mind you can invent is it not who is preventing inventing water or some other fuel instead of petrol anybody is stopping you anybody can invent is it not who is preventing you from becoming a sant gyaneshwar aramdas swami who is preventing you anybody is preventing you from becoming a mukta bai they can keep you inside your room and lock it your parents can do that but inside the heart and mind anybody can impress your thoughts anybody can imprison your inspiration nobody can do that even if they put you in the jail there you will come out like a realized soul is it not so what is preventing me atmaivahi atmana banduhu atmaivahi ripuratmanah uddhare atmanatmanam natmanam avasadayet hey hero mighty fellow arjuna uddhare atmanatmanam lift yourself by yourself never put down yourself and tell that you are low or weak or unfit for anything give tremendous honor to yourself because you are your own friend and you are your own enemy is it not we say in the mind i cannot do it just change the dialogue the dialogue that is going on in the mind we have to just change the words instead of i can't do it just remove two alphabets n and t i can do it and apply the mind and you will find that you can do it all of you know the story of the sheep and lion of swami vivekananda is it not anybody who has not heard about this story yes very quickly in a short way i will tell there was a she lion from the jungle which was pregnant on its hunting expedition it came out in a village it saw a group of sheep standing and suddenly it pounced on them as it was jumping the she lion fell down and it died and it gave birth to the lion cub and as the mother lion died the sheep took care of the baby lion and they were rearing them staying along with the sheep this baby lion thought that i am also a sheep it went on bleating meh like that and went on eating grass and other things one day from the jungle came again the lord of the jungle the lion came out roaring and all the sheep took to their heels and ran away and this lion of jungle lion seeing the sheep lion he was filled with so much of laughter and it all this man is a comedian we are the lords of the jungle is a king of the jungle and fellow is running away at my roar my roar is to give a thunderous call to the personality is it not i am the king of the jungle is it not when the lion roars whole jungle is reverberating with the roar of the king he is the emperor of this jungle vijay kulkarni we have to finish just 5 minutes i'll finish i will wound it up seeing that lion among the sheep running away this line thought jante ho tumhara khandan kya hai to what a great tradition and legacy you belong and you were running like this covered and it designed a plan to awaken to give the call of awakening to that line at night when all were sleeping it went and caught hold of that line by the neck jungle line catching the sheep line ah uh, like it was bleating like a sheep to shut up now keep quiet 
he took it on its back and took it to the jungle and it was a full moon day and he told you are a lion oh, no no i am a sheep this time please excuse me next time i will come and you can eat me well i am not going to eat you you are the lord of the jungle next to me you have to become the president the prime minister of this jungle he was refusing to accept because you are still sleeping to its inner dimensions of his personality by that time this lion jungle lion caught hold of the neck of the sheep lion and showed him in the water look at your face now and look at me in the meantime he put a piece of flesh into the mouth of the sheep lion and then the memory of his personality came and unknowingly he roared and the whole jungle burst out with a song the leader is born again swamiji says you are lions cast up the delusion that you are sheep you are not ishan you are not santosh you are not tejaswini you are a reservoir of infinite power and energy so this is the call from swami ji to arise and awake awake to your real nature your real personality and then you will find a glorious life waiting for you whenever there is trouble whenever there is tribulation whenever something critical comes to you putting you down sapping your entire energy just this two tablets you take arise and awake tejaswini arise tejaswini awake santosh arise uttishtata jagrata shout it 10 times in your mind you will find all the depression goes away it happens as i showed you i could open this cassette i could clear the computer problem many things i could clear like that even now small small petty problems which are threatening and assuming a great shape when i look at it without running away face the brute and say rise avak swami veerabhadrananda you are great it is i am really doing it as i am traveling in the train as i am traveling in the bus sometime i will say to myself oh veerabhadrananda you are the disciple of swami vivekananda you are great once upon a time you were a rishi again you are going to become a rishi arise awake this is like taking a cup of chai you become refreshed entire mood changes and then the new energy courses through your body and mind bringing a transformation so uttering this vedantic mantra uttishtata jagrata prapya varan nibodata we shall wind up this session and move on to the next part of the program